right? We're connected to each other, but we're not connected to the truth of what exists. We're connected to the person next to us through social media, through texts, but we're less connected to the inner child within our intuition, source, spirit, God. Because our mind is distracted and our energy is depleted and our focus is dispersed. And the less connected to source we become. If I could give you one message that could dramatically shift the direction of your life, I would tell you to visualize a world in which there was no judgment for the decisions you've made in the past, in which you weren't paralyzed by fear and you could make decisions that were in alignment with the life you desire to live. One in which you could speak only the truth of what exists on your heart. I would tell you to look at the life you're living now and reflect deeply on what you really wish could change. And then have you look down at the life you just created and the life you're living now. And I'd get real close and I'd look you in the eye. That type of look that says, this is too important to let pass. Your life is too important to let pass. And I'd lean in and with your full attention on me and those two life paths, I'd say, you choose. Welcome to the You Choose podcast. I'm your host, Billy Garson Jr. I'm a former division one and professional athlete turned men's mental health advocate. I'm a transformation coach, public speaker, and I'm the proud founder of the You Choose movement, which exists to equip young men with the tools and techniques to choose a life that is in alignment with their highest self. It is my greatest honor and privilege to be with you today. The young man who is in a period of great transition in his life, who's asking questions and seeking answers. And on this podcast, through a series of interviews with professional athletes, men's coaches, and self-help gurus, we aim to educate, equip, and inspire you to bridge the gap between where you are and where you aspire to be. So listen deeply and find yourself in the stories of those who've sat in your shoes and now walk in the areas in which you wish to walk. Welcome back, you choose family. <sighs> today, I am so excited for today's episode because I'm going to learn so much as I'm speaking into this. And this has only really properly been brought to my attention, what I'm going to share today in the past 24 hours. So it's fresh on my mind, something that I thought I knew. It's funny, we so often think we know the answers and then we get the answer and we realize that what we thought we knew was maybe not enough strong enough pull for us to realize. Maybe it was a wrong answer. Maybe we were clouding that decision. And in the case for me, you know, I, th I think I knew, and you'll understand what I mean in a moment, but I think I knew, but I didn't necessarily fully act on what I knew. And so I could never realize the true meaning and the true essence of what I innately knew, which is the power of presence, the power of being off of technology, the true addiction we as a society have to technology. Um, I spent the past 24 hours, longer than that, it's been over 36 hours now without technology. And now that's the first time I've done that in so long. I don't know uh, how long it's been for you. 
but I realized so many things really all encompassed into a few major points that I'm going to share with you today that I hope help you break through and try this. What I really want from this episode is for you to try this um, for yourself. You can listen to me and you can learn something I've done so often is I would listen to a podcast uh, or I would listen to what somebody's done, you know, climbing a mountain or going on this insane hike or doing a cold plunge or listening to the things they've done and getting inspired by what they've done, but never going to experience it myself and have the realizations myself. And so what this episode is really about is me and really the podcast on the whole is me talking from the truth of what I'm testing and trying out myself and hopefully giving you the inspiration not to just feel it and not to think, wow, yeah, that sounds cool, but to go and act upon it, to go and really act upon what I say and learn for yourself, realize for yourself uh, the benefits of these things. I've spoken about cold plunges. I've spoken about being around six women and what they can teach men. Uh, I've spoken about connecting deeper with our truth. And there's more I'm going to speak about. Being a professional athlete, I have to talk about ultra endurance, uh, breath work. There's so many things, meditation, so many things that I am in the process of continuing to experience for myself and the lessons I'm learning. Uh, And all I'm doing is sharing what I'm learning. And hopefully you take what I am sharing and go and try it for yourself so that then you can truly experience it and then you have a say in the conversation. You know, the more books I read, the more things I experience. As a mentor of mine, Juvan Langford shared with me, he said, Billy, what this does is it gives you the ability to have a voice. You now have a voice in the conversation. When I created my website, I now have a voice in the conversation. You can't necessarily have a voice in the conversation if you haven't experienced it. And so I'm going to experience these things so that I can have a say and have a voice in the conversation for my own personal experience. So without further ado, this episode is on my learnings from the past 36 hours with no technology. It was so hard for the first four hours or so, which is really where I want to start today, which is We are so addicted. And I know I'm slowing myself down here. We are so addicted to technology. That might sound like an obvious statement. And if three days ago you'd have said that to me, I'd have said, I'd have brushed that off. Right? Yeah, I'm not addicted like other people are, but I can use we, but I'm going to take personal responsibility in this moment and say, I am so addicted and have been so addicted to technology. And now I'm in the process of learning how to build a healthier relationship with technology in my life. But I didn't really realize that until this past 24 hours. This was the first time in, I can't even remember the last time that I spent this long, at least a day, without being online, um, without 
being on social media, without checking texts, phone calls, any of it. Um, and so much came through for me. So I'm going to dive straight in. And where I want to start is point number one. I've written some things down here. When I decided about an hour ago, I was going to record this because I was writing my morning pages, reflecting on what I've learned, which is another great thing. I'll probably do another episode on that. Like the purpose of honing in on what you've learned through writing, through voicing. Like you can learn, but if you just have it in your brain, you don't really go and hone in and, and further ingrain and inscribe what you've learned in your brain so that you can continue to use it throughout your life. So saying that, morning pages this morning, I'm going to begin with the first sentence I wrote. Yesterday was an eye-opening day. And this podcast is going to be eye-opening for you. So I'm excited. Yesterday was an eye-opening day. I spent the entire day off of my phone for the first time in a very long time. I can't remember the last time I did that. But it's becoming a once a week thing for me at least moving forward. I know, I think it's uh, Jewish Orthodox people. I don't, I think it's the, I think it's the Jewish people have a Sabbath day and they do this once a week. And I've thought about doing this for a long time, but I've never really understood its true importance. If I really understood its true importance, I would have done it, right? Like most things in life. If you know its importance, you would do it. If you knew the importance of going to the gym, you really knew how much it could benefit your life, you'd be there every day. If you really knew how much eating healthier would benefit your life, you would do it every day. And it takes pushing yourself for those first few times. Whenever you're going to lose weight or get in better shape, it takes the fighting against resistance early on. And that's the first thing I want to bring to your attention today in relation to this. The reason I haven't done it for so long is because I never really knew its importance because I hadn't experienced it. And I also, I hadn't fought hard enough against the resistance to want to check my phone to be able to stay off of it. And yesterday I fought the resistance. First three, four, five hours, there was a lot of resistance. Pick up your phone, Billy. Pick up your phone, Billy. Pick up your phone. What if they're texting you? Billy, you need to post today. Billy, you told him you were going to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. This is too important a period of your life for you to take time off, off of social media. You got to be active. All of these things were entering my mind and cycling through my brain, right? And that's the resistance that happens whenever we are changing anything in our life. The first thing that's going to come and hit us is resistance. And when you can learn to expect the resistance and fight the resistance, Kobe Bryant, says, when the lion looks you in the face, do you look back? Right? And when these things are happening in our life, for me yesterday, when I'm weaning off technology, the lion's looking me in the face. The voice is looking at me saying, Billy, you can't do this. Billy, you can't do this. Billy, you can't do this. And am I turning away and saying, you know what, you're right. I'm going to cower. I'm going to give in. I'm going to pick up my phone. Or am I looking the lion back in the face and I'm saying, I'm fighting this resistance. I'm going to fight this resistance because I'm prepared to meet what's on the other side. I'm prepared to stand strong and encounter the benefits of what's on the other side. Right? For me in this instance, it's technology. Right? But in, and I'll, I'll do other episodes on this, uh, on the entire concept of fighting resistance on the whole. 
but um, I'm going to stick to the topic of technology right now. Okay. So I have seven points here that I've written down. And at the end of the seventh point, I'm going to really ask myself, is there anything else that I feel called to share from what I have learned and still I haven't picked up my phone. So what I'm in the process of learning from this experience and if anything comes through, it will. But again, I hope you don't just listen. I hope you have a notepad with you and you're taking notes on these things. And I hope you go back and now try this, right? If you're listening to this on a Tuesday and you haven't checked your phone yet, maybe this is a great chance for you to go all day today without checking your phone. Maybe you can set a day this weekend from Friday night to Saturday night where you're going to go 24 hours without looking at your phone, right? But once you've listened to this, take action. I always say that to my clients. It's so important that you take action while the energy's hot. Strike while the iron's hot, right? You're going to get crazy realizations today. And I hope you take the time to implement those in your life. So without further ado, let's start with point number one, what I learned. After about six hours, I was sat outside in the sun. I woke up, I have COVID right now. I, <laughs> I can't believe that slipped my mind. I have COVID right now. And physically I'm drained, but mentally I have complete clarity. And I'm actually incredibly inspired for the first time in a long time. Another thing I'm going to bring up about what came through. But after about six hours of, sat, of being sat outside, about 1 or 2 p.m., that little voice inside of me started to speak to me. It came through so clearly about things I've been thinking about doing for a long time and not doing because I didn't really listen to the voice because it wasn't loud enough. And also on top of that, I had so many other distractions and so many other voices going on in my head, mainly from technology, continuing to distract me and keep me in this endless cycle of dopamine addiction. But what happened was this voice came through and it came through so clear. They say that your little child is like children are the most connected to God because they've just come from him. And that's what it felt like. It felt like when I took all the distractions away and I just sat with myself for long enough, the words were so clear. It's like the sentences were being pieced together in my life so clearly. I'll give you an example. I've been thinking for a long time, I'm in California right now, that something's pulling me away but I haven't really listened to that voice. And yesterday that voice came through so clearly. So clearly. And so I think one of the things I'm going to take action on is being out of California for a little while. I don't know how long yet, but that's something that came through to me is I got to separate. There's an identity that I have here that I've had for a large period of my life that I feel separate from whenever I'm away, but I hold so close to me when I'm here. And I feel like that voice spoke to me yesterday. I got to get away. I got to get away. I got to get away. Right? So there's a few places that have been calling my name. And yesterday that voice came through. That voice came through. And with it, the emotions came through. 
So that's point number one. When you wean off of social media, when you take the time away from technology and consistent distractions, one of the things I learned, side note here, as I was reading, it's funny, the book I'm reading didn't talk about being off technology, but it did say something that was incredibly eye-opening for me is that whenever you're focused on something and you get distracted, it takes you at least 15 minutes to get back into the zone of the thing you are focused on. So every time you check a text, every time you check social media, every time something takes you out of your thought process, it's going to take you 15 minutes to get back in full focus mode. So think about that. At the core of what that means for somebody like myself who is checking my phone so consistently is that I'm never in full focus mode. No wonder I'm asking why I feel like I'm producing at 10% of my capability. Because I'm consistently letting the distractions present themselves in my life. Okay? So the little voice inside of me came through so clearly. That voice is your truth. How do you know it's true? Because there's a sense of freedom, a sigh of relief almost that comes through when you hear that voice and you know it to be true. When that voice says something to you and you feel it in your body, that's how you know it to be true. When you feel it just feels right, right? And if you develop an acute sense of awareness to that voice, which I'm working on right now, then you're consistently what they call in alignment. So for me, as that voice continues to come through and I feel it in my body, I know that it's giving me the answers. I know that that voice is what is connected to source, connected to spirit. It is what is so closely connected to the truth of who I am. And I feel it. And now I get to move with it. So that's the power of this first point. When that voice comes through, that voice is your truth. And technology and the distractions that technology poses to us prevents us from being able to connect to that truth. We are becoming so, through the digital age, we're becoming so removed and and disconnected from source and from our truth. And that's why you see so many of us in deep levels of depression, confusion, isolation, and really living a life that is so misaligned because we haven't found the keys and the answers to live according to ourselves. And when we don't know if we have those and we also don't know how to find them, we end up listening to the voices of other people, family, friends, online, we listen to society and we move with those voices because at the end of the day, what we're all looking for is an answer. Whenever you go on social media, whenever you listen to somebody else, we're looking for an answer. Our next move, the clarity, we're seeking clarity. Right? And if you don't have the answer or you don't know how to find the answer for yourself, you create an answer because it's really uncomfortable to say, I don't know. So we're so consistently looking for an answer. Right? And when that answer comes in the form of people who either don't have your best interests at heart, don't know you well enough, or are just doing things to keep you safe, 
that's where you start making decisions and moving through the world misaligned to your, tr- misaligned to your truth. Excuse me. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, it's June 6th, 2022. January, February, March, April, May. We're beginning the sixth month of the year. Now, this is the most travel I've done in my life on my own um, ever, ever in the beginning of this year. That was a huge intention of mine. And so I'm going to give you an example. January 18th, I went to Tulum for two weeks. Then I went to Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth for two weeks. Um, When I came back, I then was in San Francisco, Palo Alto for a week, two weeks, Joshua Tree, came back, went to Fort Worth again. Uh, I'm heading to Vegas this weekend, Charlotte at the end of the month, Portland I have coming up as well. Dominican Republic, I believe, I have coming up as well. So that was a huge intention of mine. And I've been following through on that intention. But I know I'm slowing down here. When I set out this intention to travel, I don't think I asked myself why I'm doing this. Like, why am I really doing this? What is the purpose of it? And I knew all along what I was chasing. But it's so funny and you're gonna, you might laugh when I say this. But I think so many of us are chasing this. And the word chasing means running after. And I was leaving and leaving and leaving and leaving in search of this thing that I thought other destinations would bring to me. Right? And I was going for the wrong reasons. Because when I get this thing, then I can go to those places and I can gain the monumental breakthroughs that I'm searching for. I can gain the experience I'm looking for. But I feel like in all these trips thus far, what I've sort of been seeking, I haven't come home with. And they've, a lot of them have, have been disappointing for me. And that's because I've been looking for something that I can find within, which is inner peace. This whole year, I've been seeking inner peace. A sense of peace within me. (sighs) I've been seeking a sense of peace, a sense of calmness within me that I thought these other destinations would bring. I thought leaving would bring me that, which is funny. I'm never leaving me. I'm leaving the destinations. I thought if I left the destination, I would gain this inner peace. And if you'd have asked me at the beginning of this year or even last week, if that's what I was seeking, I would have said, I mean, maybe, but I'm also going for experience. and I know the importance of solo travel and all of these things, but really at the core of it, why I was doing it was for inner peace. And when I say it out loud, when you really hear it out loud, and as you're listening to this, I want you to reflect, like, what are you looking for? What are you looking for in the form of your relationships? What are you looking for in the form of travel? If that's the venture, the period of your life that you're on, what are you looking for when you pay for things? 
for me, for a long time, it's been this, this sense of inner peace. Like this, this acceptance that I'm exactly where I need to be. And I thought that leaving myself, leaving the environment would give me that. But the truth was I was coming with me everywhere I went. So if I didn't have peace within, I can go everywhere. I can go anywhere in the world and you can go anywhere in the world. But if you don't have a sense of peace cultivated within, you can't find it in a destination. It's not found in another. It's not found in anything outside of you. And I realized that through this digital detox. Right now, I feel such a sense of inner peace. And I'm in the same place I've been for <laughs> over a year. The place that I've been running from. The destination I've been running from. I just cultivated what I've been seeking in that exact place. And it took me sitting, sitting in the discomfort, fighting the resistance at times as it came up to pick up my phone. So what I realized, which is point number two, is that the inner peace that I've spent all year chasing in the form of travel and exploration, it can be found right where I am. And so in this moment, I would ask you, what are you chasing? What are you consistently chasing? And can it be found where you are? So many of us are, are chasing to be seen. We just want to be loved. We just want peace. Peace is not something that's found outside of you. It's only found within. And so often it takes sitting. letting the voices surface as they do and just allowing what comes through to come through, letting it move through you. And then eventually something just clicks like it did for me yesterday where the world slowed down and I just felt calm. Right? It can be found right where you are. A few breaths becoming aware of your surroundings. And that inner peace I was searching for came. So crazy. So crazy. We look at all these gurus talk about the power of the breath and the power of presence and meditation. And I am a massive believer in all of these things. But like I shared at the beginning of this episode, you can believe something to be true, but if you don't know its importance in your life, you don't fight the resistance when the resistance comes up. And for me, it was like, I, I didn't really believe it. I guess I didn't really believe it to be true. And so I was running and chasing and buying to try and find this sense of inner peace that can be cultivated right where I am. And I found that yesterday and I'm sitting in it right now. Which leads me to point number three. The world slowed down. There was a point yesterday where something just shifted. And it felt like if I could describe it to you, how it even feels right now, it feels like when you look at a still photo and then if you were to step into that photo and walk around and everything's still, 
like time has just stood still and you're walking around. That's what it feels like right now. I feel like time is just still. The world is still. And I'm walking around in the world, looking around at everything. I know I don't have to be anywhere else. The world's just still. (laughs) Isn't that a crazy concept? What a crazy but simple concept. When your brain slows down, the world slows down. Every day, looking at our phones, looking at social media, scrolling, going online, watching TV, every single day we are constantly being fed with little hits of dopamine, tiny little distractions that are continuously entering our mind. Think about how many of those you're getting a day. Boom, 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 boom. Over and over and over and over again. Think about how quick your mind is working to keep up with all the distractions. With all the distractions. For a long time, I misunderstood this concept. I really misunderstood this concept because I've been saying to myself and having mentors say to me for a long time, Billy, slow down, slow down. And again, I thought I knew what that meant. Okay, I can physically slow down. I can sit still. But if I'm sat there still and my mind is racing because I'm picking up my phone, because I'm sat still and I'm on my computer, because I'm doing a million different things at once, then I'm not really slowing down. And I've become great at physically slowing down. But I'm very heavily now in the process of learning to mentally slow down. And you can't mentally slow down without separation from that which has spent so much of its time distracting you. So what I got was the world slowed down. As my brain slowed down, everything around me just seemingly became still. And it still feels like that right now. And it's because I'm not distracted. It's because I'm not distracted. It's funny how these points are just leading into the next one, leading into the next one. Because as I go into number four, as the world slows down, number four was I realized a new level of presence. I'm just here right now, right? Again, here's what I want to preface with all of these points. It took about three, four, five hours for me to get there. Because at first I was fighting the resistance. The voice was entering my mind. I had to not go on it, not go on it, not go on it. It took a little while for me to get there. So if you're not feeling that the first few hours, that doesn't mean now go pick up your phone, which we're going to have a tendency to do. Like any addiction, when you're coming off of the thing, the thing gets louder. It's like a fish. When you catch a fish, I don't know who of you listening have been fishing before, but when you catch a fish, right? When you first pull it out of the water, it's flapping and flapping and flapping and it's fighting for its life and it's fighting for its life. And that's the hardest moment to keep it under control. 
right? Is right as you pull it out of the water because it's fighting, it's fighting, it's fighting, it's fighting, it's fighting. And if you continue to fight back, fight back and reel it in and reel it in and reel it in, eventually it gives up the fight and you're now in control. That's how I see this voice, right? That's how I see this is with anything in your life is like a fish. It's like a fish. It's like catching a fish, right? When you pull the fish out of the water, it's fighting, it's fighting, it's fighting. When you wean off of social media, the voice is fighting, it's fighting, it's fighting, it's fighting, it's fighting. And that is the most important time that you don't let the fish back in the water because then it goes, <gasps> and it has a breath of fresh air and it starts fighting again. Right? If you catch a fish, and I know I'm going on and I'm, I'm really honing in on this point and I hope you hear me. If you catch a fish, right? And it's been fighting for minutes and then it finally starts to stop fighting and it slows down and then you put it back in the water. It gets a breath of fresh air. It gets a breath now. And now it's alive again. Now you get more minutes of fighting, 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 fighting. So here's my point. If you stay off your phone, Right? And the voice starts to come in and it's fighting 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 and then it starts to die down. And then you decide, oh, it's dying down and you pick up your phone all of a sudden again, like the fish. <gasps> it got a big breath and it's there again. The voice is there. So my point is, you got to let the voice die. Don't pick up your phone as it starts to die. Don't go back to the unhealthy eating just because you feel you've done a week of doing it well. Don't take three days off at the gym when you're trying to lose weight just because you feel like I've worked hard enough for this past few days. Because you're giving that voice the breath of fresh air that it needs to come back into your life. It's like a fish out of water. It's going to fight and fight and fight and fight and fight until it can't fight anymore. Okay, so it takes a little bit. It takes a little bit. That was a bit of a sidetrack, but I'm going to come back to point number four, which is the level of presence that I feel. Okay, I just feel here. After that three, four hour mark, I felt myself soaking up every word, every conversation, seeing things in a whole different way. The world just became brighter. The whole world became brighter. And since then, I've just been here because I'm not distracted. Again, I'm going to remind you as you're listening to this, I hope you take the time to Take action on this. Try it yourself. Go and try it. Don't just listen to me and think about what that would feel like. Go and try it. And I'll hone in with the steps to trying this at the end of today. All right? Point number five. This one really hits home for me. I felt this weird sense of numbness for a little while. Almost like I'm just moving through the world and I'm like, again, chasing this emotion 
that I used to feel so consistently when I wasn't distracted by work and social media. And that is like this, these ecstatic feelings of just being in my feels. And yesterday I got to a place where I was in my feels. Like I was reliving memories and playing songs and reliving moments. And the full spectrum of emotions that I'd been trying to find for so long that I felt had been lost, that I'd been looking to feel, they came back to me. They came back to me. Here's how I'm starting to see technology and these distractions. It's like this dark cloud overcomes us, right? And the sunshine is just behind that dark cloud, right? And you're stood directly below the dark cloud. And the more distracted you get, the thicker that dark cloud gets. And then it starts raining and there's lightning and thunder and you stood right below that dark cloud and it's just coming down on you, coming down on you, coming down on you. And you're like, I can see the, the sunshine here, but I don't feel it. And like, I know I felt it before, but I don't feel it right now. That's how I see it. And as you come off, as you narrow the distractions, as you lessen the distractions, and then finally, as you get rid of them altogether, it's like the cloud floats away and you get these glimpses of sunshine. And what these glimpses of sunshine are, are your truth, are the emotions that you've been looking to feel. Like love. I felt love yesterday, just a love for everything and everyone around me. I felt a sense of bliss. I felt more deeply connected, which leads me into point number six. Right? The, I'm starting to realize that these digital devices are pulling us more and more away from source. It's like the more distracted we can be, the less connected we are. Isn't that funny? The more connected we think we are, the less connected we really are. That's how this world is at the moment. The more connected we think we are as humans, the less connected we really are. Right? We're connected to each other, but we're not connected to the truth of what exists. We're connected to the person next to us through social media, through texts, but we're less connected to the inner child within, our intuition, source, spirit, God. Because our mind is distracted and our energy is depleted and our focus is dispersed. And the less connected to source we become. And so yesterday I felt more connected, right? The less distracted I was, the more focused I was, the more narrowed I was, the more channeled my energy became, I put it towards, all towards this unique oneness, right? This wholeness. Here's another example I have for you with, with the digital distractions and what they bring for us. It's like with every distraction, it's taking a piece of our energy and taking a piece of our focus. 
And our focus is now dispersed into all these different little packets. And when we pick up that focus, we're just picking up one little piece of energy and one little piece of focus. But all of the rest of our focus, the little thoughts in our mind, the energy is zapped in other areas. Right? And when you take that all away, all the energy comes back to you. And again, I have COVID right now. I have COVID. <laughs> and I feel so clear, so inspired. Because all of my energy has come back to me. All of the source energy has come back to me. And this oneness, this unique oneness has come. And because of that, I feel so much more connected to source, to God, to myself. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, um, I went on a walk just around where I am. And as I was walking, I was like looking at these flowers and there was one purple flower and there was a bee buzzing on the flower. And it was like the bee I could hear so clearly as I was walking past. And as I got closer, I was just looking at it and it looked so bright and the sound was so clear. And I'm not saying that there was a message coming through for me. All I'm saying was like, I just, I just felt connected. I just felt connected. And number seven, the final one is, and I shared this briefly, I think in like point number four or three, I feel like I finally understand what it means now to slow down. How I would describe reflecting on the past couple of years after yesterday is like, it's like I've been, it's like I started an incredibly intense workout two years ago and the workout never stopped. Do you feel like that? Do you ever feel like that? Like you're just in this really intense workout. The reason we go into these intense workouts is because we know it's going to end. Like think about that concept. When we go into an intense workout, we're like, well, I'm going to push myself for this hour, then it's going to end and I'm going to be so proud of myself. Right? But if the workout keeps going and going and going and going, eventually you're like, there's no fucking motivation to keep going because you don't know when you're going to get a break and you don't know when you're going to be able to, how much longer you can push yourself for. And now you're just tired and drained. And now you're working at such slow speeds and way less capacity than you know you can. And that's what it's felt like. And yesterday felt like my rest day after two years. And with that rest day, it's like a recharge of energy. And so what I want to share in this point is the reason I find it so important now, and I'm going to implement this in my life more consistently, is as you distract, uh, sorry, as you take away distractions and as you come back home, that's what I'm going to call it, come back home to self. 
It's like you're finally getting the chance to breathe out. Right? It's like you're finally getting the chance. You took a big, long, deep breath in and you've never taken the chance to breathe out and now you're breathing out. And the workout stopped and you have the chance to recover and rest. And as you recover and rest, you're recharging. And you know there's another intense workout coming up, but the more you recharge, the more of these workouts you can complete and the more you're going to get done and the further you're going to get. Think about that in workout terms. If you did one constant long workout after about an hour, maybe after about 30, 45 minutes, you can't push at anywhere near the capacity. After two hours, three hours, four hours, you're barely even working. Two years of this? <laughs> you're working at like one one hundredth of the capability that you have. But if you were to push yourself for an hour, really work hard, right? In the working sense, if you were to push yourself for six hours and then you give yourself the space to rest and recharge, and then the next day you push yourself for another six hours, think about how much more progress you're making. As Garen Jones shared with me, it's not the hours you put in, but what you put into the hours in everything that you do. And I've been, not, I've been putting way less than I'm capable of into the hours. But I've been putting an incredible amount of hours in. And I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. This is my commitment to be putting more into the hours and doing less hours. The wealthiest people in the world, they take a week vacation, like every quarter, to be completely off. They take days off every week. They take time off every day. And then we look at these people that are floating at the, at the bottom, starving for a raise working their asses off every minute of every day. There's something to that. There's something to that. So guys, if you're listening to this still, I was going to ask myself if there's anything else that came through, but I think that's enough. I think I shared enough today. And I think that encompasses everything. Here's what I'm going to say. You just listened to me speak on seven radical breakthroughs I had from one 24-hour stint without technology, without my phone. Now, what are you going to do about it? You can take your notes. You can take what you've heard and think, oh, that sounds cool. Or you can try it for yourself and see what comes through. You choose. You choose. Like everything in life. You can have the learnings or you can implement on those learnings. You can take what you know to be true and do something about it. 
you can let the resistance win or you can fight the resistance. You can tell yourself you're going to do it or you can convince yourself it's too hard. You can go make the move or you can stay where you are. You can take the time off or you can continue killing yourself and remain in the same financial place, the same environmental place, the same economic place, the same place in your health. You choose. You choose. Go and do with that as you will. Head over to billygartonjr.com. Scroll down to the section that reads, are you looking for a place to figure it all out? Click on the button that reads, count me in, fill out the information, and a member of my team will be sure to reach out to get you involved in the You Choose Brotherhood. Boy, will this brotherhood change your life. Community and connection meets courageous conversation. Monthly mastermind calls, bi-monthly brotherhood check-ins, mini courses, and answers to some of your life's greatest questions. We have it all in here. Head over to billygartonjr.com. Scroll down to the section that reads, are you looking for a place to figure it all out? Click on the button that reads, count me in, fill out the information, and a member of my team will be sure to reach out. Super excited to see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you got an insane amount of value today. And if you did, if you took anything away from what I shared here, let me know. Post it on your social media. Tag me. What did you learn? DM me if you feel called to. And if you're yet to subscribe, please do so. I have a feeling that there's a lot more valuable episodes coming now that my creative juices are back. Now that my intuitive inspiration is back. I have a feeling that there's a lot more truths for me to share. There's a lot more knowings for me to share. There's a lot more value for me to give. So subscribe and leave a review. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you changed. Tell me what you, what you want me to talk about and talk on. Tell me who you want me to interview. Thank you so much for being here. Go and do something for you today, this Tuesday. The movement is growing. We are in the process of getting, again, I don't know what date this podcast will release on, but we are working and we are so close to signing our first contract, setting up a men's group on college campus. The goal of mine is to be all around the US and eventually all around the world, impacting the lives of young men because I know where I was. I know where I was. And we're so close. And so if you're a young man listening to this, you can get access to obviously this podcast. You can get access to the You Choose Brotherhood. Head to billygartonjr.com. Scroll down to the place that says, are you looking for a place to figure it all out? Fill out your email. Click the button that says count me in. And you're going to get access to monthly mastermind calls. You'll get access to a library of questions that guys are asking. You'll also have an ability to submit questions that you want me to ask of our guests that we host on this podcast. Some incredible guests that charge millions of dollars for their time. There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. So thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for choosing you today. I'll see you next week.